Hit me with your crock pot. Come on and hit me with your crock pot. Hey everyone, welcome to Respawn Aim Fire, the kick-ass reverend gaming podcast brought to you by Athwell Idiots. I'm one of your regular ass hosts, Chad Michael. His butt is regular, Ennis. We've got our other regular ass host over here, Adam. Look at that normal butt, Gumbert. <laughs> Super normal. <laughs> I did have a really fun Google search before we, we kicked off. You did. Uh, it, was it was very like, well made. Why does Gunther from Central Park hair so blonde? Is it dye or is he albino? What's the deal with that? And it gave me a real answer. I was very shocked. I've taught you well. And our Raph regular over here, Alex. Average but abound. Cozina. How are you, Alex? I know how much you love it when I show off what I'm eating for dinner on mic and on camera. And so... Oh, yes. Allow yourselves to behold the majesty of a full plate of food. We got mashed potatoes mixed with uh -huh. green beans. We got uh -huh. chicken from Costco. We got a tomato bocconcini salad, and it's a little bit hard to see, but we also got a quinoa salad, also from Costco. Ooh. Is that chicken Ooh. done? Salad. Yes, it is. It it's, looks... That, it's covered in some kind of sauce, right? It's, yeah, it, it's got this weird saucy thing going on. Okay, okay. Adam was very concerned for your life for a second. Don't worry. Mm -hmm. Don't you worry. I can survive plenty of things. A, a little bit like, of underdone chicken won't stop me. There's a certain kind of people, maybe like a, a race of the human condition, that are Careful. not very good at seasoning chicken. That's all I have <laughs> would, you, would you describe this race of people as being similar to the appearance of the chicken that I just showed you? I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to find out if Alex survives the next week without dying of salmonella, you can tune in on Sunday evenings at around 8.30-ish Eastern Time, although usually usually earlier now. We're just on top of our game, and we're good, and we start fast now. Or you can catch us on demand on Tuesday mornings, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on YouTube and podcast services. There it is. And the hat's showing up as Navy right now, too. I'm so proud of you, Adam. This is going to be a yeah, visual episode. This Adam's is kind of a blue wizard's hat. hat. Alex has props that he's told us about today, including the food that he is very quickly eating. We've got some stuff to talk about today. Not a lot, though. We've got <laughs> two stories and a couple games and some props. But we're going to start today by talking about THQ. They're making games. Surprise, this comes from multiple people at VGC. Here we go, starting out with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game based on the popular The Last Ronin comic book has been officially announced. Now, we've already talked about this a little bit in the rumor mill months ago, but it has now been officially announced. The game is in development by Black Forest and will be published by THQ Nordic. Black Forest most recently helmed the Destroy All Humans 2 remake, and TMNT The Last Ronin is currently in development for PC, PS5, and Xbox Series X and S. Uh. Written by series creators Kevin Eastman. Did you hear the burp? Or did I successfully shield it with the turn away? Okay. Good. Written by the series creators Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird, along with Tom Waltz, the story takes place in an alternate future wherein the Foot Clan has successfully taken over New York. Only one of the four Ninja Turtles remains. The titular Last Ronin. <gasps> I got a, a thing, because again, we already talked about this and it was a rumor and whatever. I like the idea. Last Ronin's a cool story. Doing a mature Ninja Turtles action beat em up would be cool. Yeah, But... This happened, again, normally with remakes, sometimes with sequels, whatever it is. It's just like, all right, Black Forest, Destroy All Humans 2 remake. Those Destroy All Human remakes were fun. They were good. But, like, 
I don't know how I would feel about like, oh, this is the people who did this one thing that's really not that impressive. They're making a brand new game. Again, I gave a lot of shit to Aspire, but Aspire's a bad so. studio. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it was earned. Um, but again, people would have given Rocksteady shit before they made Batman, then it turned out great and it was, it was no problem. So, what for, is your confidence? For real? What did Rocksteady do before Batman? It was like a, it was like a rocket racing game or something ridiculous. Like, it was nothing at Let all. Let me look it up. Then they made Let Batman. Let me look it up. I did a real uh, lazy Google and I just typed Rocksteady games. But let's see, let's see, let's see. Our games. Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Get out of here, get out of here. 2006. Riot Response. Okay. What was 2006? Huh. Interesting. Urban Chaos Riot Response is a first-person shooter video game uh, developed by Rocksteady Studios and published by IDOS Interactive for the PlayStation 2 and Xbox. Uh, the player controls Nick Mason, a member of the newly formed T-Zero Riot Control Squad in an unarmed modern American city that has been overtaken by the notorious Burners Gang. Okay. Ooh. See, that's nothing. If you're like the people who made that game are making Batman, they're like, I don't trust that. But it turned out well. So what do you think Black Force is going to do? Again, those are good remakes, but I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to expect. That's all I'm saying. There's, sorry, one last thing about Urban Chaos Riot Response. On Rocksteady's official website, there's like a little did you know tag on this game. It said, did you know? Some people mistakenly think that Suicide Squad Killed the Justice League is our first multiplayer game. This is wrong. Urban Chaos Riot response featured online multiplayer. It's like, oh, hey, y'all. What a, what a <laughs> memorable online multiplayer mode it was. It, it's, know, it's, it's such a shame when people forget about it. Such a shame. Um, they did release a, a teaser trailer as well for this game, which I really, it was very tasteful looking. It was cool. It was black and white, which means when they showed you, they had four candles and then they showed you three little vignettes, each one where a turtle was dead. Like in the first one, it was like, this turtle probably drowned. You see the little bandana floating in the water. But because it's black and white, you have no idea which turtle it was. Same thing with burning. And then I forget what the last one was. And then the last little flame. It's just like, all right, this is the turtle. Boom. Got a sword, got the different weapons on their back. We have no idea which turtle it is, except for Adam does, because he's a nerd and read the comics or something like that. I'm interested. Yeah, very interested. Hope I really good. want it to be good. Yeah. Speaking of something that I'm interested in and I really want to be good, but I don't necessarily trust it, you thought one license game was enough? THQ Nordic has announced an all-new South Park game, South Park Snow Day. Snow Day is described as a 3D co-op adventure on the snow-piled streets of South Park. The game will release in 2024 for PC, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S, and Nintendo Switch. This is a quote. Grab up to three friends and battle your way through the snow-piled streets of South Park on a quest to save the world and enjoy a day without school. According to the reveal trailer, the game is developed by Question Games. The California-based studio has previously worked on first-person titles The Magic Circle and The Blackout Club. Two again, incredibly memorable games that everyone knows about. Is Snow Day is Snow Day supposed to be like a play on words or like a reference to something I'm not familiar with? Because yeah, you right. would it's assume not dirty sounding, right? this being exactly like it's not. I, I know like the Stick of Truth is not like the most obvious, you know, double entendre, but you could be like, oh, stick like a boner, for example. But like Snow Days, there, there isn't really even anything you can work out of that. I mean, unless. It's just jizz everywhere. Everything is covered in jizz. That's the only thing I can think of. Oh no! That's the. Uh, it's not, yeah, I know. I, it's, it's South Park, though. 
the originators of the Yelp theme song, Boogers and Cum. <laughs> so. That is in the video game as well. Um, yeah, I think it's just like a four-player, like, horde mode kind of a thing. Uh, again, I don't know what this game's going to be. I actually do remember the Blackout Club. Uh, I don't know. I never played it, but I know what it is. I will say... Um, it reminded me a lot of what was the N64 South Park game that wasn't great, but it had the multiplayer mode where you could throw pea snowballs at each other. It was like a wrestling game, right? Am no, I remembering that correctly? Shooter. Yeah, they had the cow I gun, and then you shoot, and then the cow butt cheeks would go on the screen for the person that you hit, and you could pee on the snowballs and throw them at people. I'm gonna Google it while you guys talk. So, I now understand. So, I'm, uh, there's a, um. I was looking up, I was like, Obsidian did the previous two South Park games, right? Stick of Truth, Fractured Butthole, basically the two, like, really actually incredible, very funny games that I recommend everyone play. Obsidian did Stick of Truth, but Fractured Butthole was actually Ubisoft in their San Francisco stu studio, the guy, the folks who did Rocksmith. Um, but now I guess this makes sense, now that THQ owns the license it can't be developed by ubisoft so it has to be developed by some rando ass studio that they own all right yeah by the way i put the wikipedia the game was just called south park on for n64 um but yeah i again these are cool announcements we'll see because i don't yeah. really what has thq done you know good <laughs> i feel like they do okay <laughs> games so i guess we'll see how excited we get i would God, I want the Turtles game to be good. South Park multiplayer horde game that may be fun for a weekend. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Um, whatever. Back in the day, I did a playtest for Ubisoft. And as my reward for completing the playtest, I got money and I got access to the Fractured Butthole on PS4. And unfortunately, I never got around to it. I think that by that point, a lot of the initial glow following the game's release had faded, and a lot of people were like, eh, not as good as Sick of Truth, so I never stuck around for it, but never say never. If, if it's a barf game, I'll definitely play it, but probably not outside I, of that. I think the combat of, of Butthole is more engaging. The only reason why I think it's not as good as <laughs> Stick of... I know. The combat of Butthole. Um, the only reason why I say Stick of Truth might be the my preferred of the two games is just because... Sick of Truth was more compact and like butthole butthole was too long. Mm. Uh, but I did enjoy the combat a little bit better. It was definitely more diverse. It was superhero themed too, which was cool. But yeah, still recommend playing it. That's it. That's it for the THQ stuff. That is half of our podcast content. <laughs> no, half we've got news, a lot of bullshit. Of yeah, yeah, we've got yeah, some yeah. bullshit to go. Speaking Chad, of bullshit. Cool question. Yeah. Cool question for you. Mm -hmm. Behind your left shoulder. I'm assuming it's a 3D printer, but maybe it's like, um, it's either a safe or like a mini fridge. What this, is that exactly? Uh, so yes, this is, uh, it's a, it's a bomb. <laughs> oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> Chad, you gotta get out of the room. There's a bomb in my apartment. I'm trying to this crack this safe. This is how we get safe. famous. I'm trying to crack this safe. And so I've strapped a bomb to it. And, uh, yeah, no, that is a brand new 3D printer. Let me see. I'm going to turn off my. Wow. You got a new one. Okay. Because I haven't yes. seen that there in that spot oh, before. Oh, people can't see it because I'm cropped. Let me, I'll point this camera behind me. Uh, there it is. And we'll turn off. See if I, I can, can see it on Twitch now. The blur blur. Oh, uh, no, that's too many clicks. Too many clicks. I'm not going to be able to do it. It's fine. Um, but anyway, you can yeah, tell so it's I, either a bomb I, or a 3D printer. I had a moment of weakness. 
and oh no there is there is i had a moment of weakness on top of a moment of frustration so i have my other 3d printer beside me and it's still going right now and, and it is for right now printing its very first completely successful print in weeks and it is 64 percent of the way done with it um i just got so frustrated i'm seeing all these people on the slack channel at work posting all their amazing things about this this bamboo x1 carbon printer that they all have that i just now have as well and they were all just like everything's perfect you never have to worry about anything it's amazing it's so technologically advanced it scans things for you and automatically detects when it turns into spaghetti or it uses lidar to scan to make sure it's level and that the first layer is perfect and i was just like i'm so jealous of all y'all and i'm trying to print I'm, I'm i am now printing on it currently the beginnings of this omni modular display case thing so that i can put all of my game boys that i've collected and and stuff like that mm. in there too and display them on the wall with like led lights stuff like that in it but i've been putting that off and i was like i don't want to start printing that until i know that my printer is is printing reliably really well and then i was like I, that's never going to happen it might print one or two things well and then it's going to go to shit, and then i'm going to get frustrated. so yeah i had a moment of weakness and watched a youtube video about it and at midnight one night I texted Joel and Matt, who are also 3D printing bros, and I said, I, for, I typed a bunch of periods first. I was like, dot, 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 dot. And then Joel just said, go to bed, don't buy it. <laughs> I already knew it was coming. And I was like, I already did it. I already bought it. And so, yeah, I got it yesterday. Is this thing that you're currently 3D printing, like something that you've wanted to construct slash purchase for a long time now? Because like, I've thought to myself, man, it would be cool to own a 3D printer. Those things are the bee's knees nowadays. But like, then I think to myself, well, what would I realistically use it for? Like, what would I do with it to kind of get my money's worth? And like, I guess like create like a cool controller shell. Like I don't have an immediate obvious use that I would use it for. And so I'm, I'm not like, I've never broached the idea of actually seriously buying one because I don't want it to just be a huge money sink. Yeah, I have definitely, I've been wanting it for a few months. One thing that I've like been jealous of looking at people is like, this one is capable. You can't really tell, but on top of it, there are four different spools and it like automatically will choose what color of plastic to use and cycle them in and out. So you can do things like this and do multicolor prints. Oh. So this is a, this is a little coin that it printed out. And then there's this one with its logo on it too. So you can do multi, uh, uh, focus, focus. Thank you. And then I did this little thingy that helps me like put the magnetic plate onto there correctly and align it well. And so, yeah, that's like one of the cool things. Like, yeah, this one can do multicolor printing and all that shit. But I'm really intrigued. I've started out by just like, all right, I'm going to print a freaking darkness pyramid from Destiny. And then I'm going to print like just a bunch of knickknacks and shit. But now I'm really into modeling my own stuff and designing things that are practical. Like I have a, um, we'll show this on my desk. I have a stand that I made for my AirPods. It was really blurry. Fuck. And then I just knocked off my another thing. Let's just take a, a, a trip around Chad's apartment <laughs> real quick. Yeah. I just knocked off a thing, a mount, a MagSafe mount that I used to hold my oh, phone. Oh no. Up. Oh no. Well, sorry, folks. We're experiencing some, experiencing some technical difficulties right now. Please bear with us as Chad repairs his setup. It looks like so, Blair yeah, Witch. Just modeling all sorts of cool things. Um, and I'm going to, I like I'm designing the, a carrying case for my analog pocket. And then it's, I'm gonna do that for my Vita as well. And it's like all this cool shit, like cool ways to organize and store shit. 
So that's what I'm really into now is like designing my own stuff. So yes, this has like enabled me to do that in a, in a much more efficient, almost like completely fail safe way. Real dumb question time. Can you yeah. put liquid chocolate into it? Maybe. Cause I you was thinking like, put, what's like, you a might be able to put chocolate infused PLA or plastic or something like that into it. Because here's the thing, we've all seen those clips from that Japanese game show that they do around New Year's Eve time, Everyone's where basically yeah, they we've like all bite into. That's, no, that's no, no, you guys have Christmas. definitely seen this. You basically Japanese people on TV bite into various objects, and it's like, is this chocolate or is this a shoe or a bowling ball? And then they yeah. bite into it, and either they're like, <laughs> ah, it's a shoe, or oh, it's chocolate. And I feel like if we ever get big enough to do a live show. What we would want to do is some sort of riff on that of like, all right, this is a Game Boy Advance. Is this chocolate or is it a Game Boy Advance? Mm. And we can 3D print everything with the 3D printer with the chocolate. I like that. Yeah. It's like, is this cake or is it shit? One right. of the two. Exactly. Yeah. Early in the pandemic oh, when what? everything is was it cake. shit. Yeah. That's really yeah. like that's a high stakes, really high nasty stakes. repercussion if you get it wrong. We don't play no baby version of this game. We need high stakes. Mm. Make for good content. Maybe Okay. Uh, so yes, yes, Adam, thank you for calling out my very fiscally irresponsible decision to buy this amazing high tech, amazing printer. Live your life. Live my life. Hey, 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 hey. Um speaking of printing, you can print props. Alex, you said props. Do any of those have anything to do with what you've been playing this week in playtime? So I'll just go ahead and I'll jump to the end of what I wrote down for what I've been doing in playtime this week, because uh, okay. this actually relates to the last uh, piece of information on my docket. It was Pokemon Go Community Day today. Frokies were, mm -hmm. were out in full force. Let me got tell you, Frokies were out Greninja? in full force. Uh, oh, you better believe I got an all black mm -hmm. Greninja. Unfortunately, not a 100% Shundo Black Greninja, as they would call it, but still a, a nice Black Greninja all the same. Um, Three stars? E no, unfortunately. Oh, we got some it's... that were very, very close, but not quite okay. there. Um, okay. Walked around a lot around the neighborhood. As I was walking around, I saw a garage sale. Woman had just reached into her garage and was just pulling all sorts of shit out on the lawn and just selling it at bargain shit. prices. And I was looking around <laughs> and sure I was like, oh man. <laughs> or Here's the thing. I feel like most of the garage sales that we have here in Montreal are like, oh, it's like weird, like coffee sets from like the 1970s Sears catalog that nobody will yeah. ever want to use again. Every now and then though, you get some good, interesting stuff. This particular garage sale had a lot of interesting stuff. I look around just randomly on the floor. Oh, there's an Atari... Uh, 2600, like, uh, what do you call it? Like cartridge, I guess, of, I think it was Centipede. It was like one of those old school Atari games. I'm like, okay, okay, we got a gamer in here. Saw an original Xbox, complete with Xbox controllers. See so many cool retro video game stuff, and I'm like, gotta resist the temptation. One, I don't have my car or my bike with me right now, so I can't lug this stuff around with me the rest of the day. But also, too, like, realistically, if I want to play an original Xbox game, like, I have much easier means to do so now than getting an original Xbox. Um, then I look at the ground and I see a Game Boy Advance, an original Whoa, Game Boy Advance, yeah. not the Game Boy Advance SP. And I'm like, fuck. I really, really, really <laughs> love the Game fuck. Boy Advance. 
And I've actually never owned an original Game Boy Advance before. I only own, have owned Game Boy Advance SPs. And like, in That's many like ways, the original, the original too, isn't it? Yeah. Now, the thing is, like, the original Game Boy Advance in many ways is like pretty inferior to the SP. The SP oh, has yeah. its really nice, compact, like flip phone design. It has, of course, a backlit screen so you can actually see it in like dark, dim lighting. Uh, it does have one slight advantage to it, though, which is that it actually has a proper headphone jack. The headphone jack <laughs> on the Game Boy Advance SP is like this weird connection thing. Like it only works with like proprietary uh, headsets. And so it's like, you know what? I'll just pick this up just as like a fun keepsake. When I picked it up, I posted on Twitter like, hey, I don't even know if this works. I didn't even get them to try it for me because they said it was $3 and Canadian dollars at oh, that. So yeah. I figured, you know, if it works, great. If it doesn't work, eh, you know, we'll go on with my life. Nevertheless, brought it home, cleaned it up good, you know, got a little bit into some of the recesses of it here and there, cleaned it out, you know, carefully, making sure not to damage anything. Uh, popped a couple of rechargeable charged batteries in there. Turned it on. And it doesn't work. Ah, damn. And so, yeah, thus ends the saga of my Game Boy Advance. But thanks to the segment that we had earlier, I now know that when we eventually do our live respawning fire chocolate or shit segment, this will be one of the <laughs> fakes that we're trying to trick people into thinking is actually chocolate. So it'll have a purpose, albeit in maybe 10 or 20 years from now. I like that. Damn. You can get, Oof. I mean, I don't know if you want to go down this road, but you can get, like, logic boards, or I forget what they call them for Game Boy, like the motherboard of the Game Boy. You can buy just yeah. that online on eBay and shit, and just swap that yeah, out I'll, and see if that's the issue. Yeah, I'm not quite so ready to go down that rabbit hole just yet, but I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it, because, like, the the actual, like, case of it is, like, actually pretty fine. Like, it's, it's not bad condition, not the best. $3, I mean, I feel like as a segment to kind of show off on the show, I feel like the $3, they got my gut dollars worth, you know? Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Plus carrying the extra, I don't know, pound and a half in your pocket, you lose some extra calories that way too on your wall. Oh, yeah. Worth the $3 for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, Question. Yeah. Can you yes. fix it? I'm not experienced enough to do so. But back in the day when my Joy-Cons drifted, I actually opened up my Joy-Cons and actually fixed them manually. So I can do that. You put a gun to my head and say, fix these Joy-Cons. I can definitely do that. Put a gun to my head and say, you can fix this Game Boy Advance here on the spot. Can't do that. Sorry to put you down. You learn. Just that'll be your next year learning how to fix a GBA. Yeah, I'm sure it's the really only easy. thing. Yeah, only thing I need to learn about. Yes, next year. Probably not that difficult, honestly, but like, I don't know. I feel like I have better things to worry about. What else you got on here? Played some <sighs> impossible difficulty shit, a Takuthon with some great picks. So, going back to the beginning of timeline events, to the beginning of this week, um, after we did our last episode, I was like, man, what should I go back and play now? I want to go back and finish off some stuff I didn't fin finish off earlier this year, um, before the like really busy times come ahead of us in September and October. And I remembered I'd gotten all the trophies in Dead Space Remake, except for one. Uh, that one trophy is the trophy for beating the game on impossible difficulty. Uh, quick question. Did either of you dabble with impossible difficulty? I did not. Okay. I, after I read that, like, you die once and that's it. 
So like, the idea nope. is, yeah, it's hard level difficulty. Plus, if you die once, that's it. You have to like, con you can continue onward, but you have to do so from hard difficulty. You lose your impossible difficulty status. Now, the upside to this is if you die in the game, if you immediately quit out of the game and basically exit out of it before it can uh, save over your current progress, you can avoid that. Now that will oh, basically okay. bump you back to the last save station that you saved at. But it is a way to kind of stave that off. And it is one of those things where like everyone in the community is like, yeah, just do that if you accidentally die. Like nobody's like a, a snob about it. Um, and so I decided to get into that. Got all the way up to chapter six when you're just about to fight the mid-game boss, the, the big barnacle that's like hanging onto the air filtration system with yeah. all his tentacles and whatnots. Um, saved just before it. I'm like, all right, let's do this. I, I died a few times here and there ahead of it, but I actually had not died for quite some time before, just before fighting it. Got into a fight with it, ended up dying halfway through. Immediately quit out to the menu, closed the game, and I was informed, hey, you have to update your PS5 if you want to continue playing the game, if you want to start it up again. I'm like, okay, fine, sure. Update my PS5, get back into the game, and I lost my impossible difficulty save and i don't no. know what happened is it that i like didn't like exit out to the ps5's main menu dashboard and like didn't close the game quickly enough and it like auto saved in the background is it that the update like somehow like interfered with this exploit that i was taking advantage of i don't know but i lost that so you know i i maintain an internal list of games and things that i want to complete before the end of the year and I, prior to that point, had had Platinum Dead Space Remake as one of the things I wanted to do, and I took it off after that. I still <laughs> yeah, might return to it at some point. <laughs> I still might be like, oh, you know what? Because the thing is, is despite that loss, Dead Space Remake, man, that is a fun game. Even on hard difficulty, I was having a lot of fun with that run. Uh, and so I might still come back to it in the future, but I'm not making it an obligation. Um, you know what you might, so, yeah. you might be able to do next time is every so often maybe every day that you play it or something like that or every significant milestone offload yeah. a copy of your save onto a usb drive and then if you die yeah. you can just reload the save for, like copy the usb back over and replace your current save yeah that's probably what i'll have to do if i ever want to really commit to it i think that's um, what i did after for that. bloodborne when you had to eat the different belly button cords to make the moon boss come oh. down because <laughs> i wanted all right. three trophies yeah. so i Offloaded the save, 8-1. Offloaded the save, 8-3. Um, after that, I decided, you know what? I need to pick me up or I decided to jump into Venba, uh, which is, of course, our barf game for the month of August. Uh, beat and platinumed it. Didn't take all that much time. Uh, obviously, I'll be saving most of my thoughts uh, until uh, when we do our final barf episode of it at the end of the month. We'll say right here, right now. You know, I was pretty... Two-hour platinum, baby! Love it. Pretty, you know, uh, despondent after my Dead Space remake situation, and the game may have picked up things, but I will not say anything else. Uh, after that, I was like, you know what? I've not been having a lot of fun in this Diablo 4 seasonal content, but I really was having a lot of fun with my bar barbarian class character in the like main game and also i never really got around to a lot of those other trophies and so i decided to jump out of the seasonal content back into the eternal realm and just focus on grinding a bunch of the trophies i haven't gotten right now right now i'm kind of like dead locked on all right 
I just want to focus on completing all the main quest objectives so I can get that platinum trophy. See if I can go for that. Uh, and after that, it was Saturday. And what was on Saturday, you might ask? It was Otakuthon, which was Montreal's uh, premier anime convention. Um, let me tell you, man, anime conventions, pretty fun. Pretty fun times. I don't know what your guys's anime convention experiences have been like in the past, but this one was pretty fun. I've never been to a convention. No. Any kind? Uh, well, I've been to learning and development conventions, but those are that boring as shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know about anime conventions, but conventions could be a good time. I get down with those. For sure. Hell yeah. Did you dress up as the guy from One Piece? No. Have you not seen his pictures? The... I saw Adam, a couple of them. I... Yeah, yeah. Okay. Real quick, real quick, Adam. What do you think the guy from One Piece is called? Uh, Laffy Taffy. <laughs> it's... You're not entirely off. I'll give you a couple hints. Number one, it's a first name, it's an initial, and then it's a last name. Number two, your joke guess was actually not far off. Number three, think animals. I know his name's Luffy. I have Luffy no idea what Tiger. Luffy uh, Chad, M. Don't, don't don't interfere. Don't interfere. You got you got <laughs> you also got part of it right. It is Luffy oh. M Tiger. It is Monkey D Luffy. Oh, don't ask me what D the D Luffy. stands for. But I goes by Luffy. Into it. I mean, yeah, on some occasions, see, probably has some of his friends People who are like, hey, monkey, Luffy. They call him Luffy, right? Or do they call him Monkey? I, I am definitely, uh, I know like a decent amount about One Piece, but I am not the person to ask about this. If there are okay. any One Piece fans in the chat, speak up and let us know. Do people on call him Monkey Piece, or do people call him Luffy? Anime, do they call Monkey Monkey or do they call Monkey another name like Luffy? Or Laffy Taffy. Uh, Monkey D. Luffy is his name, with Monkey being a surname. Oh, so it's one of oh, those surname. surname, you know, it around. Eastern cultures. Yeah, surnames on the front. So they call him Luffy. House of Gumbert, first name Adam. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last name the greatest. First name ever. <laughs> Wait. Uh, but no, house was it besides uh, you not dressing up like the stretchy guy? I mean, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Like, uh, I've reached the point I, when I would used to go to these anime conventions in the past, it would very much be me like, all right, I have to like super plan things out. I got to like highlight all the interesting panels that I need to go to, all the interesting events that I got to attend. Nowadays, it's a lot more chill. Like, I'll like kind of go and I'll stroll the kind of like main floor where all the cool cosplayers hang out. I'll go to like the artist alley and the other booths that are selling weird stuff. I got a, a really cool, unfortunately, I don't have it with me right here, but I got a really cool like Metroid sweater that is going to be coming in the mail. That's really cool. Uh, I got, what else? Got a couple of cool shirts. You know, I also like strolled around. They have like a game room and they have like Smash Bros and Pokemon tournaments and other like fun video gamey stuff going on. Uh, and of course, they also have anime screenings. I watched episode one through four of the Konosuba spinoff about the girl that does all the explosions. If you've seen Konosuba, you know what I'm talking about. Sounds fun. I've never heard of that, but um, sounds cool. So I, I googled, what's the cool Metroid sweater that Alex got from Otakuthon that's coming in the mail? He didn't tell me when, but I'm guessing in a few days. And the first image is from Smash Bros. 
And the second one, none of these are sweaters. So I don't believe you. Actually, what the I get first it. web link is from GameFAQs. I think Metroid is a pretty cool guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's wrong on a lot of levels. When I get it, I, I will definitely show it off on the podcast, but it's not coming right away. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, no. Not, what now? This is from 14 years ago on GameFAQs.GameSpot.com. Oh, dear. And the thread, like the the post, the thread on this message board is, I think Metroid is a pretty cool guy. And his defense uh, is, if you look below it, eh, I, I assume he meant to type he, but he went, eh, kills space pirates and doesn't afraid of anything. <laughs> that, Was that written by yeah, young Metroid. Alex Kazina? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> Metroid is a pretty cool no guy. No comment. I want, yeah, we're I, next I'm going to screenshot up. this and save this for the rest of my life. Yeah, that sounds great. Do that. I think Metroid is a pretty cool guy. <laughs> I want to put that on a t-shirt. Yeah. I want to make it, that it, my life motto. <laughs> it, it, it's up there. It, it's like part of the holy Metroid Triforce of why can't Metroid crawl? And I don't know what the third one would be. What would the third one be on the Metroid Triforce? Mm, oh, the, the the baby ball thing that Scott Bromley used to do. Oh, if Samus go into Morph Ball, what happened to baby or whatever it was? Yeah, yeah. Something like that. That's it. That's it. That's the third one. We're there. Good job, Adam. We figured it out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And every, each one on this, each person on this panel came up with a different one. We truly, truly are blessed, honestly. Chad, what about you? Um, Two things. First... Y'all, I beat Destiny. You, I okay. did it. No, I did it. I beat Destiny. Uh -huh. No, I'm gonna need some proof. I'm gonna need mm. some proof. Mm. Honestly, I feel like you say this literally every week. Okay. Well, first of all, there's something new every week for me to do. So, second of all, we beat the Ghosts of the Deep dungeon that we released uh, mm. a couple months ago. We beat it on Master difficulty, and it was after the cheese got patched, so we couldn't even cheat it so we did it legit first thing Chester this dungeon cheetah? is too hard this dungeon is too hard it is it is fine like normally like we do it fine it like takes us like two and a half hours if we do it normal but it's just like it's a difficult dungeon the boss there are too many mechanics it's too complex for a dungeon compared to every other dungeon second of all on master difficulty it takes freaking ever our fi the final boss fight Took us over an hour. And I don't mean it took us over in an hour like we died and kept attempting it. It was this one attempt that lasted over an hour to kill this boss. That's too much. But we did it because we're amazing. Me, Audrey, Jerrica. We are the trifecta. We are the Metroid guys. Pretty cool. Triforce. Go Morph Ball. Wear Baby. We are that. Um, so yeah, I beat Destiny. And then... Like Alex, I was like in a spot where I was like, all right, I'm done with everything that's out right now for the most part. What should I be looking back and, and going back and f doing that I wanted to do? Uh, so I played Final Fantasy 16. <laughs> Got all the trophies that I could possibly get aside from New Game Plus. So now I find like I've beaten all the time, Chrono, Trime, Trial, whatever the fucks. Beat all of those. Uh, and now all I have left is to play it on Final Fantasy difficulty on New Game Plus, and then 
upgrade all the skills all the way, which apparently is going to take like two plus. Oh, I forgot the about the, the balloons. I forgot about the balloons and shit. Um. So yeah, uh, playing more Final Fantasy 16, and then I don't. What do I do? What do I do for the next couple of weeks until like Sea of Stars comes out or the new Destiny raid in season? Like, what are y'all doing? I mean, I know you're playing Baldur's Gate, Adam, and that's not fair because I don't get to play that for like three weeks. So I actually have right in front of me right here right now the notepad file that I maintain that I referenced earlier of all the things that I want to do gaming wise in 2023 before the end of the year. Do you mm-hmm. want me to read off the list, potentially give Chadwick some inspirations? Give me like th- your top three, your top top three things that you know or assume I haven't played yet. Okay. Or done. Maybe uh, if it's like the list is split this, into two sections. There's like 2023 games to complete, 2023 games to platinum. Uh, games to complete. Uh, complete Bayonetta Origins, Ceriza and the Lost Demon. Complete. Pass. Atomic Heart, complete Pizza Tower. I don't even know what that is. Alex, you you struck out on this one. (laughs) Pizza. (laughs) I feel like we talked about it when we did the Wario 3 episode. Pizza Tower is like the like Wario Land esque game that came out on Steam earlier this year that people really love because the the Pizza pizza Chef has like a weird, like very expressive face in it. Um, Games of Platinum, uh, Platinum. Final Fantasy VII Intergrade, Platinum, Diablo 4, and of course, Platinum, Ratchet and Clank 2002. Don't know if I'll actually get around to that last one. It's just, I beat that game very early on in the year and I meant to Platinum it right away, but I never got around to it. I think my biggest, the thing that I should be doing is Jedi Survivor. I should be playing mm-hmm. Jedi Survivor. You got some but time. I did just hear on Easy Allies that apparently patch 7.0 is right around the corner and it's going to be huge and it's going to have a bunch of improvements on it. I was like, well, shit. Part of why I didn't like Jedi Fallen Order was because it needed a bunch of patches and I played it before all those patches. So I'm like, now should I just wait till 7 and then not have time to play it when I should be playing? I don't know. I would say all the good patches have already come out. I'm sure there's another cool one, but I think that you could... You could go now. <sighs> oh, I did play a little bit of Pokemon Violet Scarlet. Because, you know, they got that free mm. Mew right now. And then oh, yeah. you give Mewtwo raids. And then if you make Mew fight Mewtwo in the Mewtwo raids, then something secret happens. Huh. But, shit. So I got my Mew. I logged in. I went to some websites. Like, here are all the codes right now for all the good shit you can get from mystery boxes. And then I was like, hey. Now that I'm doing this, let me connect it to my Pokemon Go account so I can start giving those gimme ghoul coins. Ooh. So now I'm doing that. Sending a postcard from Pokemon Go into Scarlet and Violet every day. Gets me a little coin bag that I open up. And as long as I'm walking around, get a little gimme ghoul. Gimme ghoul pops up. Every 30 seconds, I catch him. Sometimes he drops coins. Most of the time he doesn't drop coins. Guess how many coins you need to evolve him? 999 coins. He drops Hell like yeah. one coin every 10 catches. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Yep, gimme gimme ghoul. Um so yeah, I played a little bit of Pokemon too. Alright, Adam, tell me about your V and BGs. I got big VGs. Uh V <laughs> I don't know what I was saying. <laughs> I also played Vimba, finished Vimba, might go back for the hundred percent. It's not too too bad. Um Is we'll that talk satisfying about to you talk- at all on Xbox? I, just, no, I don't care about something. platinums on I don't care about platinums, I don't care about hundred percent. I do it if I care about the video game. So I did it for I, Jedi. 
I did it for I, Marvels. I will try to remain yeah. uh, very spoiler light in stating what I'm about to state. Uh, but if you do want to go back and 100% everything, uh, your progress is saved after completing individual chapters. So if you see any achievements that are like, oh man, you got to do all these things with like 100% perfection, you don't have to like play the game from start and get to the finish doing everything perfectly. You can chapter Just go to the spots. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about it, but very, very interesting video game. Uh, and really easy. Oh my, I beat it in one sitting. I just sat Hi. down. Kid, watch me. That's what I'll do. Oh, that's what I'll, I'll play Venba. I mean, you need to anyways. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but next, Baldur's Gate. Continue to play Baldur's Gate. Man, let me tell you. Big game. I think people are really going to like this one. You still in Act 1? No, I am in Act 2. I am now Ooh. officially on stuff that I have never seen before. Um, Ooh. Actually, the last thing that I did was there was stuff I hadn't done in Act 1 that I'd never done. I just did all of that, and now I'm in Act 2. So everything is completely brand new. And who? It's just like, man, what a game. Listening to other people talk about it, it's like, man, I'm not talking about this game right. Because they're just like, they're fucking two-handing it all over the place. I'm like, yeah, you guys are right. I just got to learn how to say that better. Um, it's great. I am excited for everyone else to play it. It is magnificent. So many choices. Everything matters. You can just do It's just ultimate freedom, man. It's crazy. I d ambitious is what I'll say. I'm like, I cannot believe that someone figured out how to make this video game in six years. Uh, crazy stuff. And it's really fun because now I got all these cool powers and these new people. Everyone's horny. Hey, guess what? So I saw a joke on Twitter where they said everyone in the game is protag sexual. That's what it was. Where everyone, oh, protagonist. Got it. Everyone wants the main character. Doesn't matter what you are. Doesn't matter what you look like. What you prefer. Everyone. Everyone's it's like, like, hey. it's like Taylor Swift sexual. Like, yeah, everyone wants a piece of that. Doesn't matter. I don't know about everybody, but yeah, something similar to that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's just, I, I can't believe it, man. It's great. I cannot wait for everyone to play it. It is actually, it's just unbelievable. There's um, a question in the chat. Did they have to change anything about 5e to make it fit the Vidja game? I will say, Tim, not really. But if you, Tim would understand because he plays a lot of 5e. Um, no, nah, man. Like now, De Musea Tim. Muse museum, but Muse Tim. It's t Tim De Muse, I believe, is the man's real name. Oh, okay. uh, so it's just reverse. No, there, it. it's everything. Do all the spells, all the um, abilities. It's all there, and it's like, makes sense, you know? Like, either it just works word for word, or it's like, oh, it makes sense in the game. Um, and it's really, really creative, and it's really awesome. I love it. I don't I'm so pumped Dude. for this to come to hit PS5. Yeah. Speak with dead and speak with animals, I think, are probably the best spells in the game. Just because every animal has something ridiculous to say. All the dead yeah. people are great. <laughs> it's wonderful. I was listening to Easy Alice today, and one of the people was like, oh, I spoke to a rat, and they led me to treasure. And then there was <gasps> another one who was like, I spoke to this guy who was a cow. Like, there was a cow who was, like, mm -hmm. clearly a little bit weirder than the rest of the cows. And he's like, dude, you can't blow my cover. You can't be talking to me right now. I need them to think I'm a cow. All I can say yeah. from you here is moo. <laughs> yeah. Like, I talked to uh, one one animal, and it was like, bah? Like, with a question mark. And then it hissed at me, and I'm like, well, I can speak with animals, so you saying bah makes zero sense. And because, <laughs> hint, hint, it's not actually a, a sheep. No, it's great. And it's, it's wonderful. Real fun. But yeah. Everyone play that awesome game of the year. I would say now that I'm in Act Two and doing stuff I've never done before, I think it's if it's not in consideration for like the Keeleys and like every major outlets, then they're just not actually doing game of the year correctly. Um, without a doubt. I mean, I believe at the moment it's the highest greatest game on Metacritic for the year. Yeah, it's like ninety seven over or like that. Yeah, even over uh 
old Zelda. So yeah, I will say, you know, I'm continuing to enjoy Diablo four. If you had told me around the release of Diablo four, that this game was going to like overtake it in terms of critical reception and popularity, you know, at least like within the online sphere, I can't compare sales numbers. Like I would have said, no, no way. Like Diablo four will be eternal and maybe Diablo four will have longer legs in the long run. But like, it is truly impressive how much this game has taken up so much of the conversation online. Yeah, I knew it was going to be good because, again, I trust Larry and I played early access, like, for sure. But then it, like, blew up more than it was like they went in my head and were like, why don't we just do what Adam likes? But let's actually amp it up to 20 because Adam actually wasn't this <laughs> crazy. Um, but no, it's a it's a good time. Everyone enjoy that on PlayStation when it comes to Xbox. Play it on PC. If you can figure it out, do it now because it's worth it. If I'm glad to be able to get this out of the out. way. Yeah, I'm glad to get this out of the way before... Armored Core and Starfield. So yeah, I'm like, those are I'm two able games to that I don't plan play on playing. Everything. So like that's that's what I will be playing this while y'all are playing those. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. That's it for me, Chad. Ooh, let's jump into our quest log. We've got one quest. A new king arrives, says George Yang. Ooh, our boy George Yang over at IGN. Bungie has announced that Commander Zavala's journey in Destiny 2 isn't over and that his late voice actor Lance Reddick will be replaced by Keith David for the Final Shape expansion and beyond. And in a quote, earlier this year, we lost Lance Reddick, the English language voice actor of Commander Zavala. The passion and professionalism Lance brought to the role over the last decade was unmistakable and loved by all, Bungie said in a statement. They also confirmed that it wouldn't be re-record. Bungie confirmed that it wouldn't be re-recording Reddick's existing lines, and that they'll remain untouched in the upcoming release. Uh, from Keith David, quote: "I am honored to continue the great work of Lance Reddick as Zavala. Lance captured the character's sense of integrity so wonderfully. It is my intention to continue that work." I cannot possibly think of a better person to fill the role, the shoes of Commander Zavala. Like. Lance already had such a distinct, like identifiable, like deep voice and the way his speech patterns and all that kind of stuff. I think Keith David also has an equally unique, deep, like really resonant voice too. And so when they announced it, I was like, oh, a fucking course. It couldn't be anybody else. Of course it's Keith David being that voice. And he's done a bunch of voiceover work too in video games before, including Mass Effect. And so like it's it's really cool that that he's involved in, like, he genuinely enjoys the medium, too. And it's not just some random-ass voice actor. Yeah, he's got the stuff. Love Keith David. Actor, everything he's in. So, that'll be great. Again, if you're going to give me... That's why, you know, a new king arrives is what I... I mean, like, one amazing actor to another one. You know, giving respect for Lance. But, like, yeah, Keith David's great. Let him are, do are you guys uh, familiar with Keith David's work in the Saints Row series? I've not yeah. played a Saints Row game. No, no, he's a main. He's like the main guy in Saints Row. Yeah, it's his his sort of arc in those games is really interesting. In the first game, the 2006 Saints Row, he plays Julius Little. He's the original leader of the Third Street Saints of the gang that you kind of join up with in that franchise. Saints Row Two turns out he actually betrayed you and basically set you up to die. You confront him about this, you kill him, and in doing so, you take over the Third Street Saints. We get the Saints Row 3, he's nowhere to be seen because his character is dead, but you can kind of tell that people making the Saints Row games were like, oh man, it's kind of shitty that we killed off his character in the last game, because like now the series is like at its point where having a Keith David character actually really makes sense. And so in Saints Row 4, they're like, 
well, our character is going to be the president of the United States now. Who should be his right-hand man? Who should be the vice president? Keith David. As Keith himself. David the human being. <laughs> <laughs> so Keith David was the actor, and then Keith David the human being was in the video game. Also, love it. yeah, Tim pointed out in chat, the Arbiter being like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That cool twist in Halo 2. Yeah. Another Plus great role. wield an energy sword. Fuck yeah. That's it. That's the quest log. So now we're going to move on to our segment from Adam. That's mine heart. Mine hurts Brent from <laughs> Rammstein. <laughs> I don't know what you just said. Mine uh, I think that was in, what was it in? Fucking, uh, what's the movie about the refrigerator that kills them? <laughs> The refrigerator? You mean my, I was just thinking <laughs> the little toaster. Oh, Requiem for a Dream. Okay. Requiem for a Dream. Does that happen in Requiem for a Dream? <laughs> doesn't doesn't the the guy's mom like she's? It's been a long time since I've seen it. Doesn't the mo guy's mom like the refrigerator talks to her and like she get freaked out or something like that? I don't know. I I don't know. Diet pills. <laughs> mm. Oh, that's right. She's okay. a pill head. That's right. Mm. Well, refrigerator type. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. I thought you were talking about my little toaster. I'm like, is there a refrigerator in no. that movie? But I think that's too big of an appliance for that to Mine be. Mine hurts, Brent. Requiem for a dream? I don't think I've seen Requiem for a dream. Looks like maybe I, I, I saw yeah, like a, a 10 minute clip from it when I was in college. I don't <laughs> remember why. Anyways, segment from Adam. Yeah. This week. I'm playing a little game called Keyword Countdown, and I will give some credit. I was recently on a Screen Quest podcast from my buddy Chris, and he was like, hey, Hold come on, over and talk about Before we get too far away from Requiem for yeah. a Dream, the museum Go for it. confirms in chat that the fridge does have a weird sequence. I'm not imagining the thing with the fridge. You said the museum. Yeah. That's what. That's okay. clearly what he's going for. Like, duh, like, as in the, like, the museum. The museum, the museum I see you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sure. Uh <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, so we're playing a game, Keyword Countdown. Uh, again, I was on uh, Screen Quest with my friend Chris, and he talks about movies and stuff. And he got this game from, you guys know RKG, right? The guys who did Prepare to Try or Prepare yeah, to Die, yeah. and yes, then they yes, went and yes, did their yes, own yes, thing. Yes. So there's a game that they gave permission for Chris to do, and I'm stealing it from Chris. And basically, nice. I went on IMDb, and I looked for keywords that people search for on IMDb that relate to video games, because video games are, not, are on IMDb. So I go from... Most obscure to most give it away, right? Five down to one. And you guys need to guess the game. And depending on where you guess it is how many points you get. And then we'll see whoever has the most points at the end of this. Okay. So okay. Okay. I will go ahead and say right now, just to make it easier, because these one of these is you're not going to get. It's impossible. They None of these are a console exclusive, just in case that makes it easier. Okay. Um, and they're all relatively... New. -ish. Remind me again. Are we? Are you getting keywords from IMDb about video game movies? Yes. Are you getting keywords? Okay. Video game movies. I have keywords from IMDb about video games. Okay. Okay. Because video games are on IMDb pages because they have actors. So. Got it. I'm going to go through this, and again, these are modern-ish. Like, there's nothing that's like N64, PS1, none of that stuff. Sure. Nothing like, that early. Like it, something modern enough to have voice acting in it. Yeah, exactly. And it's nothing that's uh, console exclusive. So we'll go ahead and we'll <laughs> start with number one, the museum. Uh, all right. The fifth most searched keyword for this video game 
shot with an arrow. And there's unlimited guesses, so just throw stuff at me if you want Skyrim. to. Maybe one or two. Uh, uh, that was a good uh, guess. What'd you say? Skyrim. No, it is not Skyrim. Yeah, very good Link's guess. crossbow training. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> not Link's crossbow training. Horizon uh, Zero Dawn. No. Incorrect. Oh, you said no console exclusives. Sorry. Yes, that's true. The next one, playing poker. Red Dead Redemption 2. Ooh. Give yourself... Four points, Chad. Fuck you got yeah. it on the second one. There we one. go. Very Fuck, good. Yeah. They were. Go ahead. I was. Just, I just. I was thinking in my what game can I do boring ass shit in in a bunch of different okay. ways. Goodbye, like, yeah, right uh, Chad. You yeah. lose automatically <laughs> for disrespecting. No, they were shot with an arrow, playing poker, terminal ear, terminal illness, year eighteen ninety nine, and then cowboy was the last one. If you didn't get it by cowboy, Spoilers. you're a moron. Spoilers yeah. in there. There's cowboy. Uh, all right, we're going to move on to our next one. Cozy, you can still get on the board. Still anybody's game. <laughs> First clue is indie game. Fez. Hollow Knight Silk Song. <laughs> not out yet. Cuphead. Okay, Hades. not any of. Chad Indiana Jones. Five points. Fuck yeah. what? <laughs> it was oh. 80s. You're you're lucky. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it to two guesses per, but that was his second guess. So okay, Chad. I was gonna say two like guesses Indiana per Jones keyword? and the Fate of Atlantis, okay. but no, yeah, I guess that was too keyword, clever for he, the algorithm. He got it. It's yeah, no. Uh, yeah, the clues were indie game, isometric view, action RPG, roguelike, and Greek mythology. Mm -hmm. Again, by the last okay. one, you should be able to get it. But good good on you, Chad. Jesus Christ in heaven. <sighs> All right. Moving on to the third one. Chad has nine points, I believe. Yep. Cozy was zero. All right. First clue. Open world game. Breath of Sky the Wild. Island. Nope. Tears of the Kingdom. All right. Just you just wasted two of your things on console exclusive things, Cozy. Uh, I'm going to say The Witcher <laughs> yeah. 3. Wild Hunt. No. It's not Breath of the Wild, not exclusive to any console because it's on both the Wii U and <laughs> Here Switch. You're correct. Here we go. Technicality. Uh, not to. Oh, by the way, yes, chat, you can guess if you get it. I will give you guys points in chat. Second clue Castle. Immortals Phoenix Rising. No. If you don't have a guess, that's fine. We can just move Assassin's on to the next Creed. one. Creed. No. Nothing, Chad. You want to move on? I have a guess now. Yeah. Okay. Third clue: role playing. Oh, is it Skyrim? No. I already said Skyrim. Alex, God, get your head in the game. Got to get you, get you, get you, get your head in the game. Zach Efron Oblivion. said that in High School Musical. Nope. You the Elder Scrolls Six. You've already coming out two. in twenty thirty. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> Not Pillars of Eternity. Museum man. Uh, anything for you, Chad? You want to go on the next one? No, go, go on to the next one. All right. Again, this is when it gets easier and worth less points. Mm -hmm. Ring. Elden, Elden Ring. Ring. I'll give it to Cozy. You said it at the same time, but he needs points. So I will <gasps> give it to Cozy. Okay. Give yourself you. two points. Write it down somewhere. If you let Chad keep your points, you will lose. All right. I will say <laughs> these last two are maybe a little more difficult. They're not completely okay. obscure, but I would say it's not going to be as easy as Hades or Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> All right. First clue. Remake. Final Fantasy VII remake. remake. No, neither one of those. Dead Space remake. Nope. Chatty, another one. Uh, Resident Evil Three Nemesis remake. 
No. <laughs> Second clue. And by the way, these are keywords that people on the internet search. So maybe they're not actually correct verbiage, but that's not my fault. Second okay. clue. Thompson gun. Mafia. Le Noir. Uh, Cozy, give yourself four points. Ooh. It is Mafia Definitive Edition, but it is Mafia Hell yeah. Remake. You got it. Very good. All right. We're going to move on. What are the total points? Give it to me, Chad. I have nine. Cozy has six. Okay. That is so correct. Cozy, you need this to win. You can also seal it up here. This is anybody's game right now. This one. <laughs> good luck. Good luck until the last maybe two clues. All right. Again, this is keywords that were on IMDb. First clue. Best-selling video game. <laughs> Skyrim. No. You know what? This uh, this keyword sounds like something a bunch of dumb kids put into Google. I'm going to say Five Nights at Freddy's. No. Oh, interesting. Any other guesses for best-selling video game? Give, Give, Give me a second. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. No. Roblox. No. Roblox, free to play. Uh, all right, moving on to the next one. Again, dumbass kids writing this <laughs> into Google. Don't understand. And again, this is one we've already established, but this was the second one. Multi-platform. So we know a best-selling video game and multi-platform. Batman Arkham Knight. No. Not GTA or Minecraft. I see that in oh. the chat, by the way. Doom Eternal. Um, no. I got. I got to get a couple of, a couple of shots on the board. Uh, mm -hmm. Let's see. Fuck. Now I can only think about the things that you've already said that aren't correct. <laughs> <laughs> you really you need this. To, if you get Kingdom Hearts three. Nope. You got one more guess. You got something for me. This is your Coming guess to, to tie, or this is your guess to win, Alex. And the next it one is, is a tie. Please. It is yeah. Call of Duty. Nope. Moving on to the next one. Platform game. <laughs> so I'll re re reiterate them. Best-selling video game, multi-platform, and it's a platform game. Banjo-Kazooie. No. Crash Bandicoot. No. Is it Fortnite? It is not Fortnite. So I'm trying to think if like if it's like a 2D platformer, like what game would it be if it's multi-platform and like best selling? Because like it's what I'm not, not a was lot asking. of other ones out there. Mm -hmm. It's not Mario. You're definitely gonna get it with these next two clues. Okay. So <laughs> Miss Splosion Man from Xbox Live. <laughs> no. It is not. Not Shovel Knight or Rayman Legends. Also good guesses. The second most. Keyword for this video game. Toys to life. Uh, Skylanders. Damn it. Skylanders, Spyro's Adventure. It's the first game, but technically Skylanders. Yes, you're correct. So that would be two points, which leaves you at eight and Chad at nine, I believe. Mm. That is mm. correct. Mm. So close. Very fun game. I told you the last one was that a doozy because those, yeah, those first couple ones are nothing. It's like it sold well. Okay. Thanks a lot. Uh, but there we go. That was our fun game. Five games, five keywords. People on the internet don't know how to search for things. 
That's my second. <laughs> Love it. Thank you for that. And we have a Game on Game Show. The Game on Our Gaming Show called Game on the Gaming Show on our Game Show. Game, 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 game. We've got a returning one with a twist. In the past, we've played GameStop Blackjack. Today, we're playing GameStop Golf, everybody. GameStop Golf. Here's how this works. You will each have to pick seven games that we are going to trade into GameStop. The goal is, at the end of the seven games, to have the lowest cost. So you want to find seven super cheap games to trade into GameStop. Here's the twist. If you choose a game that GameStop does not have a value for, it immediately defaults to $10. Okay. So you can find some cheap-ass shit, but if you guess too obscure, that's going to come to bite you in the ass. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I like okay. that. Okay. Twist. So I have GameStop's sell your sell your electronics for cash or credit, and here's here's how we're gonna do this. You have to specify a game and a platform because sometimes okay. they have like the Xbox version, but not the PS4 version or something like that. And then also specify uh, we're gonna do the highest value, whether that's trade in cash, it doesn't matter. Like whatever the highest value is for that game is what we are going to go with. Um, I'm gonna since. Since Cozy, you just lost abysmally in that last game, I'm going to give you an opportunity to redeem yourself here and go first. So, Cozy, give me a game that you think might be worth very little on GameStop trade-in. Last time we did this segment on Respawn Empire, I seem to remember guessing a Kingdom Hearts game or two. So I'm going to go with what works. I'm going to guess Kingdom Hearts 3 for the Xbox Series three. consoles. For the Xbox One series console is seven ninety nine. Right, because it was before. Okay. Seven ninety nine is the trade in price. Wait a minute. I have searched for the price of the game, not the trade in value of the game. I apologize. Let me try this again. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts three. The Xbox version is two dollars and twenty cents. There we go. There we go. All right, 220. Adam, what do you got that might beat that? Let me get Madden NFL 22 for Xbox One. Madden NFL 22 for Xbox One. Yes, I'm assuming there's a version for Xbox One. There is a Series X version as well. The Madden NFL 22 Xbox One version is up to $2.20 in store credit for pro members. Ooh. So Look Madden at that tie. NFL 22. That's 220. You're at a tie. All right. Alex, how are you going to pull ahead? Let's go with Gears of War 4 for the Xbox. Ooh, Gears One. of War 4. Uh oh. Unfortunately, the only thing that comes uh -oh. up is if you want to trade in a Gears of War 4 2 terabyte 1S console and not a game. So what? that defaults to $10. Oh. Gears of War 4, $10. Hmm. They don't take it. All right, Adam, what do you got? Let me get NBA 2K22 for Xbox One. Actually, no, for PS4. Excuse me, PS4. NBA 2K22 for PS4 is $4.40. That's too much money. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Currently, Cozy, you're at $12.20. Adam, you're at $6.60. 
shot in the dark. This could go really badly for me, but I have faith. I have faith that the GameStop database has this in there somewhere. Anthem, PS4. All right, Anthem for PS4. Let's find out. It does not show up. Yeah, no! they definitely don't take bucks, that video. Oh. There's a zero percent chance. <laughs> there was I, I think just, there was a day some, sometime this year where they pennied them out. Like they were literally selling them for a penny. Right, and that's what I was thinking. I was like, for certain, like we're not so far past that game dying. Like they might still have something or other about it in the database, but I guess not. All right, Adam, you've got a lot of breathing room here. What do you want to search for? It's a shot in the dark, but I'm going to go Injustice 2, Xbox One. Injustice 2 for Xbox One. Specifically, we're doing the launch version, not the Legendary Edition. I Yeah, sure. I, yeah, that's, that's what you've said, so that's what we're going with. Mm -hmm. Injustice 2 is 55 cents. Ooh, that was a good one. Yeah. That was a good one. All right, Cozy, you've got some ground to make up. Resident Evil 3 for Xbox One. Resident Evil, this is the, the remake you're talking remake, about, right? The 2020 remake. Okay. Resident Evil 3, Xbox One, $6.60. Not bad. Yeah, not as good as... 55 cents. No, that's that was a rare find there, Adam. All right, Adam, your fourth game. Mmm. Oh. This one might come to back to bite me, but I'm gonna say Burnout Paradise Remaster for Xbox. I think it's one. Or maybe it needs to be Series X or S, you tell me. If there's the remaster a remaster specifically is Xbox One, yes. Yes. Um had you chosen Xbox Paradise for Xbox 360, sorry, Burnout Paradise for Xbox 360, you would have fared well, way better. Yeah, well. But since you chose the remaster, you are getting $4.40 instead of the 55 that the 360 version was. I wouldn't think that they take the 360 version still. Apparently they do. The museum says the NBA 2K games are way too popular. $4.40? I don't know if you're surprised at how little or how much that is. But basically any sports game after the next year's version comes out is worthless. Well, I was used to giving people like a dollar for them, so I'm shocked that it's $4. That seems yeah. high to me. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right, so the current standings are, we have three games left to choose. We're a little over halfway. 28.80 is Cozy's total right now. Adam, you're at $11.55. Cozy, you got to get some winners in here. What do you got? Days Gone for the PlayStation Quadruple. The quadruple PlayStation Days Gone is $5.50. Not bad, not bad. All right, Adam, what is your fifth game? I'm going to go just basic. I don't know. They're probably different SKUs, but I want the basic version of Minecraft for PS4. Minecraft for PS4. Um... So basic, at, so there's Minecraft PS4 edition. That is probably the one. Just, let me just make sure there are no other. There's story mode. Yeah, because there's like bedrock and job. I just want there's like basic collection ass. starter. No, okay. So basic ass, basic Minecraft PS4 is nine dollars and ninety cents. Wow. Okay. All right. All right. Kids love it, baby. Okay. So not as great of a pick, but you still got some some breathing room there. 
All right, Cozy, you're at $34.30. Adam is at $21.45. Can you find a 55 Let's go center? with Borderlands 3 for the okay. Xbox One. Borderlands 3 for Xbox One is $2.75. All right. There we go. There we go. That's how it's done. Damn, what a fucking... What a high, highway robbery is what GameStop is on trade-in values. This Absolutely. is ridiculous. All right, Adam. Your second to last game. What is it? Assassin's Creed Origins for Xbox One. I didn't until right now realize how close the word origins and vaginas were <laughs> until I typed originas. Oh, <laughs> I mean, they're no. right there, right? Okay. Assassin's Creed Origins for Xbox One is $1.10. Hey, oh, let's man. go. All right. So, one. Hey, Chad, real quick, can you do it in chat? Uh, Museum Man is asking, what's the. We neither me or Cozy can't oh, use it. Gollum. What is the Gollum trade-in price? Gollum trade-in value right now. Oh, I need a platform. You got to specify a platform, Mister Museum. It doesn't matter. Okay, the most money you can get for Gollum. This is really surprising. Gollum on PS5, PS5, you can get up to eleven dollars. Hmm. Gollum it, on it's PS4. It's still a very new game. So Gollum on PS4 is sixteen fifty. It's rarer. Hmm. <laughs> People want it on PS4. Gollum on Series X is fifteen forty. I can there see is a situation no value for Gollum on Nintendo Switch. I can see a situation where, like, maybe you like some games allow you to like crossover progression in them that allows you to auto pop trophies and like instantly get the platinum in them. Maybe you can't mm. do that on PlayStation, and so you need both the PS4 and PS5 version. And the PS4, case, like it's not the hotness anymore. The game so just get it used, return Maybe. within seven days. Maybe. Um, so cozy, you have one game left. I don't think it's possible to win unless I don't think GameStop offers enough money for any singular game to let you. win. Even if I trade in a console, it wouldn't be enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the currently the standings are thirty-seven oh five for cozy, twenty-two fifty-five for for Adam. But I'm still curious what your final game is. Let's go with. Marvel Spider-Man PS4. Marvel Spider-Man for PS4 is sixteen fifty. Ah, oh, wow. Fuck. I I assumed because it's like because it was like a super like popular, hugely selling game that it like inflated the market and wouldn't have a lot of value, but I guess not. You know what I think it probably is? Is that Spider-Man Remastered on PS5 was never sold standalone. So, like, if you want to buy mm. a disc version of this game, this is what you got to buy. Hmm. I guess that's it. All right, Adam, what's your final game? I'm trying to... How do I want to take this? There's a couple ways. I can just give a good guess and win. I could try to give a guess that would give me a lot of money, or I could just guess a game that doesn't exist and get $10 and still win no matter what. But I think I'm going to have fun, and we're going to say... Last of Us Remastered for PS4. Last of Us hmm. Remastered for PlayStation 4. They do I just, still accept that curious. as a trade-in. 
and it is six dollars and sixty cents. Hmm. Look at that. All right. Huh. So the standings are first place Adam with twenty nine dollars and fifteen cents. Cozy in second with fifty three fifty five. Yikes! Oh, I, I, I digged a little bit too far into the past, and it bit me. Yep. Uh, Anthem. Anthem, man. Don't know what you were thinking. Yeah, Anthem screwed everyone over. Yep, <laughs> in a lot of ways. Interesting. Well, that was fun. Thank you for joining me for that Game on Game Show. That's it for that game, and that is it for our podcast today. Episode 320 of Respawn Aim Fire. Lots of homework today. One, Patreon-exclusive episode of Pitch Perfect with me and Asa 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 and Adam and Jesus Christ, I'm going to remember her name. Erica, Ika, Suka. There you go. Erica, right? Erica. Yeah, go for it. Got it. Adam and Erica, uh, and we battle it out trying to make cinematic universes out of game franchises. And uh, it is a very interesting, fun, and weird episode. And so that's available right now exclusively on patreon.com slash fire. And then with that means last month's version of this is now available to everyone over on YouTube. So go check out Pitch Perfect, where me and Trevor try to fight Adam and Mike Misfit Rolls about <laughs> PS5 or PlayStation versus Xbox theme parks. Is one of the suggestions, one of the five things, attractions we're allowed to bring just a fucking ticket into the park? Yeah, it is. And somehow Alex found that so valuable that he put that right at the top. Anyway. I digress. We <laughs> so that, go check that out the on first YouTube. one. What well, wasn't that yes, the, it first was the first thing? One, but it yeah. stayed way too high for way too long. Um. So that's that's it. Uh. We also have so homework says over there. You the get person that recommended the VR room, or whatever the <laughs> fuck it was called. <laughs> okay, that was actually cool. That was actually cool. Uh. So you also while you're at Patreon.com/slash Respawning Fire, you get heavily weighted <sighs> votes for Barf each month. So last month you all voted for Venba. We'll be voting in a couple of weeks on what we'll be playing in September. Again, you can still vote over on Twitter, but those votes do not count as much. Those contribute one overall vote to the entire poll. Cool, 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 cool. Also, you get for, like exclusive early access to reviews and shit too when we do those or after reviews, et cetera, et cetera. So go to Patreon, support us there. Go do a bunch of cool shit in your life. That's your other homework. And um, that's it. Alex, if people want to see pictures of you with giant fighting chickens at Otakuthon, where can they do that? Uh, they can find me over at twitter.com. Should still direct there as of the recording of this podcast at Alex Gazina, A-L-E-X-K-O-Z-I-N-A. And uh, Adam, where are you going to be putting your Baldur's Gate thoughts now that you feel like you need to talk about it more? Oh, all over the internet. I will say, I'm actually going to promote it now, Jacob McCourt has officially announced that Game Boy Advance is the greatest gaming handheld ever made, a stacked panel coming to PAX West. So Sunday, September 3rd at 11.30 in the Monarch Theater at PAX West, I will be a panelist on that exact uh, show with Jacob McCourt, not Court, the other Canadian guy. Too many Canadian courts. <laughs> I, I will be at PAX on West. Yeah, it, I'll never forgive you. But no, I'll be at PAX West on the panel. Um, the Game Boy Advance is the greatest gaming handheld ever made. Come out and see it Sunday morning. Uh, and I'll be at PAX. So that's what I'm doing. Talking about Game Boy games. That's why I've been asking. <laughs> dope. Dope, 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 dope. Yeah, that's cool. So if you're in Seattle, go check that out. If you're not in Seattle, go check that out. 
if you don't listen to this podcast, you're an idiot. Thanks for listening, everyone. Until next time, here's our usual sign-off. That Metroid is a pretty cool guy. <laughs>